Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Botox Cosmetic. Out of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So... Talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. to episode 19 of the Naughty Step, the parenting podcast for parenting people, starring person, journalist, father, husband, and now paperback writer, paperback writer, Stuart Heritage. And writer, journalist, and woman who watches home invasion films on her own when I'm not there and then wonders why she gets so freaked out, Robin Wilder. Hello! If you haven't heard us before, we are married. We are parents. And this is literally the only time we use our human voices all day. Because we work from home and our marriage is a joke. (laughs) Today on the show, 25 minutes of whining about parenting. Plus Father's Day and the CBeebies show Tinga Tinga Tales. So let's get on with it. Excellent laughing at your own jokes there, Robin. You wrote that bit. <laughs> I'm laughing because it's true. Our marriage is a joke and a sham. It is getting that way, isn't it? Yes. Uh, I'm only here for your green card. Oh. Because uh, Oh, I'm... that's the wrong country. Oh, is it? Yeah. What do they have here? Uh, uh, citizenship. I don't know. I've never needed one because I'm born here. My blood is pure. Your blood's not pure. My You're a bit German. I'm a bit German. Okay, not... tell me about that DNA test oh, you did. Oh, I did a DNA test because I thought I did one of those. Is it 23andMe? Yeah, something like that. And it's you, you give them your spit yeah. and they analyse it and tell you exactly where you're from and where all of your ancestors are from, stretching back to the beginning of time. And I thought maybe I'd be a Viking. You know, I've got blonde yeah. hair, blue eyes, maybe I was a Viking. Literally, <laughs> if you travel for 50 miles in any direction... From Kent. From from probably where I'm sitting now. <laughs> you, you, That's where I'm from. So you're like 95% from Kent or something? Yeah, and there's a little bit, might be Germany, might be France. It's hard to distinguish uh, genetically from that area. But overwhelmingly, southeast uh, England. <laughs> Whereas you, you're like, oh, yeah. you're like someone's fired a paintball gun at uh, a... A globe. A globe. <laughs> Yeah, I'm from everywhere. I'm yeah. like, like a little bit from everywhere. We've had this already. Let's talk about something else. How are you doing? I'm all right. How are you? Where have you been? I've been to Portugal. I took Herbie to Portugal for a week and my dad to Portugal. How was that? Days. It was wonderful. And, and you're this back. is 
my first day back and I couldn't be grumpier about it. I literally, before we started this, 10 seconds before, I got an email from work and I was sort of inconsolable. Yeah, so I mean, that's on me today. So this will be a fun listen. Great. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad you're back. I'm mo- mostly glad that Herbie's back, but I'm very glad. Oh, you're I back. know you're back. You're, you don't give a shit that I'm back. I do give a no, shit. No, you don't. Every time I Who you said going to cook my dinner, you you were cooking your own last week perfectly well, apparently. Uh, but every time I sent you a photo of me on holiday, you'd be like, "Oh, that looks nice." And every time I sent you a picture of Herbie, you're like, "My throat is clamped closed. <laughs> I can't breathe." You cried. You sniffed a pair of his socks and burst into tears. Yeah, that, that right? was that was a bit weird, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> kind of sexual <laughs> when you think about oh, it. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Um, no, yeah, it's just very weird having your uh, offspring in another country from you when they're three. Just, like, there's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can't... Like, if he was with the, his nanny or, like, at a friend's house, something happened, I could just go there. Go there, get them... Get him, I'd be right. Yeah, but you don't trust me enough to look after him. It's not that. I mean, it's partly that. <laughs> but it's, you know, it's just this weird, uh, maybe it's a mum thing. I, I thought I was being weird about it because I was completely freaked out by it. Um, and I texted some of my mum friends and I was like, Herbie's not here, he's in Portugal. So I'm just trying to get on with things. And just every, all the mums are like, fucking how are you? Do you need to sit down? Do you need to sit yeah, down? What do, you do they need think some you help? are doing? I don't know. I think they just empathise, because no, apparently it's not that strange. It's not just me being weird. So, happy Father's Boxing Day. When you're listening to this, listeners, it's happy Father's Boxing Day. By the time this comes out, it will be happy Father's Day plus ten, or plus four. Happy, a, it's a long way away. Happy the middle bit between yeah. Christmas and New Year, longest, but after Father's Day. Yeah, longest, long enough for you to have stopped caring about Father's Day. And so that's why we're doing it. an yeah. episode. <laughs> <laughs> How was your Father's Day? It was all right. It's pretty good. It's all right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry. No, no, I don't know. I, well, I, was, I was aiming for a nice break, but... Uh, it was not a nice break. No. I didn't do a thing different to normal. You had a lion for an hour. Yeah, I did have a line. All right, fine. Well, on Mother's Day, and I'm just saying, you had a line until about 12. Okay, I'm just saying that you could have had a lion for as long as you wanted. You're the one who curtailed your lion. Because I didn't think it was fair on you. Oh, interesting. Hmm. So you're just saying that on Mother's Day it was not fair on you. Oh, interesting that you go there so quickly. You've... Oh, interesting. <laughs> your voice oh, is really interesting. Octaves. I know, it's so interesting. <laughs> So on Mother's Day, you like take your time, take your time, go to bed, have a lion, because normally we get up at sort of three o'clock in the morning, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I said to you, but you still got up an hour later. Well, it's because what are you implying? I'm not implying anything. To me, uh-huh. Father's Day is still my Father's Day, right? And so we do things in service of my dad. Right. Who, incidentally, hates Father's Day. <laughs> okay. Really, really, really dislikes Father's Day, wishes it would never happen. Every year, for as long as I can remember, when I give him a card and a present, he's like, oh, what have you done this for? <laughs> like, it's a bad surprise. What? Yeah, well, I had a conversation with him about Father's Day, where, which was mainly grunting in the word, word commercialization. Yeah, American. He says it's an American <laughs> invention. I don't understand what his problem is with receiving gifts and having a nice day. I think he thinks, I think he thinks mothers deserve a day because mothers do everything. Right. But Father's Day, it's just like, you don't, you don't need a Father's Day. I think you probably do. You do, you definitely do. Anyway, so we 
went to my brother's house for a barbecue. Yeah, with and your that, father. Yeah, and that meant that I had to be up relatively early because everyone had to get washed, everyone had to get showered. You could have, you could have scrambled at the last minute. I would have no, completely understood. Not a scrambler. I know. No. Um, what does that mean? Well, I, I am a scrambler. Well, yeah, you're a constant scrambler. That's why I cannot be a scrambler. Because you have to be the adult. I have to be the stable one in right. this relationship. I see. Interesting. Um, <laughs> all of this, all of this conversation is. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Oh, interesting. <laughs> That's what this podcast should be called. What do you mean by that? Oh, interesting. <laughs> It's funny because <laughs> um, so growing up, what were your father's days like? Was your dad always like a yeah, yeah, always like, and we'd give him a card and he'd be like, Oh, all right. And then, uh, <laughs> like, I don't even think mum would give us money to buy him a present when we really? were because and then sort of I got money of my own now, so I could just buy him whatever. And he's like, oh, I just thought of the thing I should have got him, never mind. Okay, next year, travel kettle, travel kettle, yeah. We didn't, in, he, in Portugal there was no travel kettle and all he did was complain that he couldn't have a cup of tea in the morning. Just get it. Just get it now. Just get it. Just get it. All right. How much is a travel kettle? Like five quid. Is that it? Yeah. Wow. I, I, I should get one. one in here. In the shed. All right, listeners, we live in a house, there is a garden, <laughs> and at the bottom of it is a sort of the dirtiest cabin you ever did It's see. not dirty, it's, it's my writing shed. Full of dust, uh, never been cleaned. And this is where Stuart does his work all day. I think if you were to get a travel kettle, you'd just go down a bad road because you need to come in for wheeze already. Are you saying I'm going to wee in a kettle? I think you're going to wee in a kettle. Because that's what I I just went there too. I often, and this is too much information, I often think about drilling a hole in the floor uh, and feeding a tube through into the garden and buying a funnel. And when I need the toilet, just weeing into the funnel, down the tube and into the garden. This is, I feel like if I went away for a month, I'd come back and you'd have a composting toilet right in the middle of the room. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and a really long beard with, like, bees living in it. Travel um, kettles do cost £5, by the way. That was a very good guess. Well, you are welcome. I am brilliant. So now we can move the conversation on from my lack of hygiene, can we? That's always lurking just beneath I am a clean person. You were going to drill a hole in the floor and pee into it I'm through not, a funnel. I just think about it A specially bought funnel that you probably would have bought from Amazon. Well, I might, you can get, like, probably get a condom and attach some sort of thing on it. Because a funnel would be messy. But a condom, no, but I could a condom just would be easier. It, slip it on and piss into it. And then slip it off. <laughs> just store it maybe, I don't know, under your armpits. <laughs> How how are Father's Day for you? And I mean, like in in general, Father's Day for you. Father's Day for me, a relatively new phenomenon because I didn't have a father. Well, I, you, I like, had the period, initially you did. I had the period where my mum bought all our Father's Day presents and made me write a card, and then I had a long period where I didn't have to do it for a long, long time. Mm. So my my dad uh, died when I was quite young, and I remember Father's Days with him being. You know how entitled I am on my birthday? Yes. Is this where you got it from? Oh, pretty much. This oh, is all my family. Basically, I think we were all just talking that we're king for a day. So my dad would just wander <laughs> downstairs and be like, here I am in his dressing gown. Kind of, bring me my uh, Prosecco. Bring me my slippers. Uh, just, we'd all have a bit of 
any day like that would be about uh, us just doing what we wanted that day and being treated a bit specially. So my dad would sit at the top of the table and you'd bring him his things and you wouldn't be able to ask him questions while he read a book or whatever. Aww. And then he'd, go, like, he'd have a special breakfast that wasn't just special in what he ate, but where it was. So he might go and sit out in the garden or something and we'd all bring it to him. Just little tiny yeah. special things. I would like that sort of Father's Day. Yeah. It's very difficult. You see, now, Father's Day, we've got a three-year-old and a one-year-old. Yeah. They don't know what Father's Day is. We don't have a one-year-old. Christmas, well, one-ish. He's ten months old. He's not even ten months old. So he'll be one soon. Christmas, kids know that it's Christmas because there's a whole month of bell noises on television and you put a fucking tree in your house yes father's day not a clue no. doesn't give a shit none no. of them give a shit and there's no traditional like father's day thing that you make no there's no like egg no it was it was all it was was like you gave me a bottle of gin and then we had a normal day you had a lion all right i had a lion you had the opportunity fine. for a long oh, okay, lion fine it's but everything's you, my fault yes you took, uh, especially the dust and the dirt and the hole in the floor with the with the condom attached to it. <laughs> no, but when they're older, this is my this is what I was trying to get at. When they're older, then they'll get excited about. They won't get excited about Father's Day, would it? Well, they'll be able to do things for you. Like I, I, I remember on Mother's Day and Father's Day, like m- making toast. Yeah. And it being a big thing. Yeah, I was yeah, about yeah. five years old and putting everything on a tray and a flower. Um, I don't think my dad wanted a flower. He just wanted. Like, to sit outside and have a cigarette. That was kind of where he was with it. But my first Father's Day with you, I was like, what the fuck do I really? do? Yeah. What do men like? I don't... I know what, <laughs> what mum's like. men like? When you go shopping for a Mother's Day present, it's all, like, flowers and chocolates yeah. and wine, but... Nothing like that for Yeah, that, no, it? it's, it's like, buy them some leather. You buy beer. Uh, like, my dad, for example, is... He has interests. Mm. He likes fishing, but... He's had he's he's sixty eight. He's had sixty eight years of people just buying him fishing related stuff on his birthdays. Don't so you don't do that. Yeah. And if you search Google, and this is something I did because I didn't have a clue what to get him before the travel cattle idea, which was brilliant, and I forgot about it. I'd search Google for Father's Day presents, and they're all golf. Oh, he he must like golf. He must like football, and he must like beer. My dad likes none of those things. Yeah, buy him a watch made out of a rock. They're all sort of manly things yeah. jammed together. Cement, beer. Yeah, why not buy him a, a hip flask? Yes, what the, he's not a cowboy. <laughs> yeah, so it's rough. It is difficult. You just—it's like you have to know the person and buy something uh, that aligns with their interests, which I realise is difficult for you because you only think of yourself. Yeah, it's really hard. Um, I bought Dad a macaron making kit. Yes, you did. Do you know how you did that? My suggestion, because I only think of myself. Well. N- yeah, yes. Yeah, all right. Fair, yeah. Fair. Um, it's difficult to buy for you. Why? Because you like jazz. And... Why don't buy me some jazz? <laughs> I don't know anything. I don't understand jazz. But it's like... What would you buy me, even if you did understand jazz? What would you buy me? A trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> and a beret. Um, and a stripy top. <laughs> no, that just makes you French, right? I think all the typical Father's Day gifts and Mother's Day gifts are for basic pictures. Right, yeah, true. Yeah, they um, are for basic pictures. And um, what we have when it comes to you and your dad is, like, unusual people with interesting ideas. <laughs> okay. For me, I am a basic bitch all the way. Basic bitch, massage. But, yeah, no, it's hard to know what to do on Father's Day. What you really want, I think, is is a little bit of special treatment and a nice day. Yeah. That's kind of... 
all you yeah. want. But that's incredibly hard with a zero-year-old and a three-year-old. Yes, it is. So I think I think we got the best of both worlds. I think we did. I didn't have a bad day. I kind of liked it. Good. I think and... you could have you could have stayed in bed longer. Oh. You could absolutely always stay in bed longer on your birthdays and Father's Days. All right, then I will. Fine then. Now on this bit of the podcast, <laughs> we talk about stuff we watched on TV with our kids. Tinga Tinga Tales today. Yeah, Tinga Tinga Tales. Tell me about Tinga Tinga Tales, Robin. Tinga Tinga Tales is a British Kenyan animated series that's based on African folk tales. It's aimed at four to six-year-olds and was commissioned for both CBBS and the Disney Junior Channel. It's been on TV since 2010. Um, it's about various animals, mostly African, but also from other continents, and features the voices of Lenny Henry, who's one of the main characters, Derek Griffiths, uh, Mira Sayal, Miriam Margos, and even Penelope Key. Yeah, so uh, the Tinga Tinga Tales are how did this animal end up the fuck like this, basically, isn't it? Yeah. Now, how do bees learn to sting? Yeah. How does, uh, why does a peacock got a nice tail? And it's the folk tales. They're lies, essentially. <laughs> They're lies. They're the sort of thing... I've been thinking about this. It's... I know a kid... I knew a kid when I was at school who was taught that thunder was clouds banging together. We were all taught that. I wasn't. What were you taught? I was taught that it was an electrical... It was the sound of air filling the vacuum created by lightning. All right, geek! <laughs> <laughs> But no, that's so. There's like, and you get you, there's a point where you like. I used to go out with a girl who thought that only poodles like white. If you saw a white dog poo, it was because a poodle did it, <laughs> right? And we, <laughs> I knew her in her late twenties, maybe even her thirties, and oh, she my was goodness. telling me, and she went, "Oh, that's a poodle dog poo," and I had to be like, "What are you talking about? What profession did she have?" I'm not going to. I mean, let's okay. not go into details. Was she a vet? Yeah, yeah, she was a vet. <laughs> She was, the, she was the Dr. Harold Shipman of the animal. She wasn't a vet. Um, but anyway, and Tinga Tinga tells, they, uh, for example, the most recent one I watched, uh, told said that peacocks have got large tails because peacocks are very vain right. and they used to like to fly into competitions, win the competitions, and then fly away. So they created a pretend who's got the biggest tail competition and he made such a big tail that he could no longer fly. Oh. Well, that's that bullshit. Likely. It's that's, not. It's, that's a mate. it's basically just, evolution, isn't it? It's just mating, isn't it? You get you waggle your tail around and the ladies want to do it with you. Yeah, but that's I don't, and that's probably not the most appropriate explanation for a show aimed at four to six-year-olds. No. So tell them an elaborate lie instead. Tell them a really elaborate lie. Also, bees, um, the monkeys stole the honey and the bees couldn't stop them, so they got honey, stuck them on their bottoms, snapped off the tip of a stinging nettle, attached them to their bottoms, and that's why bees have got stingers. Yeah. Makes because... no <laughs> reference to the fact that bees die, that the stingers are hitched up to their intestines, and if they sting anything, all of their innards pour out of their ass, and they die in incredible pain. That isn't mentioned in Tinga Tinga Tales. No. I, again, I, I would counter that there's probably not... Something that four to six year olds would uh, would need to find out from a TV program. So what you're saying is it's best to lie to kids until they're old enough to understand. The I truth. was told very many elaborate lies, and I am not fucked up at all. <laughs> no, you're not. No, my uh, my mum was a very inventive liar, uh, 
but also quite a lazy one. So I, whenever we asked her questions about stuff, she would, like, 50% of the time lie. So uh, one of the best ones that she did was I said, Mum, why, uh, why are Adam and Eve called Ad- Adam and Eve? She went, well, you see, uh, Adam and Eve are walking one day. and um... <laughs> Already that's a great start. <laughs> They both tripped over something. And Adam went, oh, damn. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, now I want to really hear about Eve's. And Eve misheard him. But then Eve, who was lying on the floor because she tripped over, looked over and saw what they tripped over. And it was the serpent. (laughs) So she pointed at it. And she went, evil. But because she was winded, she only said the first half of Holy the word. Sh- that is so complicated. I and know. For her to think of that in the moment. And my mum was like, okay then, okay, bye. <laughs> my mum would have just gone, I don't know. I don't know, they're just names. That's incredible. She went, and then, But my brother and I were left going, so, so just picking it apart and going, why that they said something once, is that now their name? And my mum was like, oh, because, you know, there weren't a lot of people back then. She also taught me, uh, she tried to convince me that when I fancied a boy... How old were you? I was 16. Okay. This didn't work. Uh, I ended up going out with him for four years. But he had spots. And she went, if you kiss him, you'll get spots too. My mum, I think technically that's gaslighting. Yeah, Uh, that is sort of (laughs) gaslighting, isn't it? I "I don't think it works like that much. 16? Yeah. 16 already had like a nose ring and my hair was purple and I was like I'm yeah, no so Tinga Tinga Tales Tinga Tinga Tales similar vein <laughs> but it's uh, it looks very good doesn't it because it's it's based on uh, Tinga Tinga art which is oh art. is that a real thing yeah so it's it's kind of it's very sort of colourful and flat mm. and very stylized, and that's what the animals look like in Tinga ah. Tinga um with all kind of all of their features are uh, on one surface, yeah, yeah, and just really patterned and beautiful. So it looks it looks really nice. And then there are all the different voices which we can't do. No, but they take in sort of different African accents. Yeah, although and West Indian accents. There are lots of non-African people doing African accents. It's like uh, Wonder Woman, isn't it? Yeah, where everyone is just doing Gal Gadot's accent. Yeah. Imagine you're just walking around and everyone starts talking a Kentish accent at you. I'd love that. Would you? I wouldn't notice. What is a Kentish accent? Do a Kentish accent. Do my accent, Robin. Do my voice. Your voice? Yeah, do an oh, accent. Hello, no, you? fuck you! How dare you? <laughs> you? You say sin and bin instead of seen and been. Yes, and that's a, that is apparently a Kentish uh, trait of the Kentish accent. Yes. I go, don't go note this farm to get some apples off the farmer's bucket. What's an apple? We love apple pie. I should have thought of that sentence before I started shouting. That it. was mainly elbow based, yeah. and I'm so sad that our listeners can't see that. That was you <laughs> going hoiky hoiky hoiky, just hoiking your elbows about. But what do you think of Tinga Tinga? I kind of like it. It's not my favourite. It's if it's on, favorite. I'll watch it. Herbie likes it because I think of the uh, the alliteration in the title. I think that's the only reason he likes to watch it. Have you noticed he wants to he he describes what he wants to watch based on something obscure yeah. that happens in the episode? <laughs> Yesterday, yeah, when we were at Pete's house, yeah, uh, 
he wanted, decided he was going to watch telly. Dad was, he got the remote control and he's like, okay, what do you want to watch? And he went, the girl, the girl, the <laughs> unicorn and the boy. <laughs> and I was like, what, what? And so Pete got the remote control and he's like, go, go, unicorn. <laughs> Nothing came up. He's going, unicorn. <laughs> Does Pete have a Kentish accent? Yeah. Is that a Kentish? Not as much as me, I think, because he's uh, more aggressive and I don't think you can be aggressive with a Kentish accent. Is he more aggressive than you? Yeah, I'm not very aggressive. Okay. I'm the easygoing one. Are you? Yes. There's a book about this. It's called Don't Be a Dick Pete, and it's out in paperback. Yeah, it's blue. It's blue, and it's good. And it's got a quite... It's got, I'm so jealous. It's got a, a, a blurb from Marion Keys on the back. Marion Keys is one of my favourite authors. Yeah, yeah, but... What and, a, and how can there be a but to No this? disrespect to Marion Keys. She blurbs a lot of books. Oh, fuck you. Pretty much every book, such every angry. book that comes out, she blurbs. And mine, every book, did she blurb a brief history of time? Uh, did she blurb the Bible? No, she blurbed your book, you, Mister Husband, Stuart yeah. Heritage, not me, not fucking me. Well, when yours comes out, I'm sure she'll blurb that because oh. uh, she blurbs all the books. And oh like, God. she took it as a quote was actually like, I didn't get it, but my husband loved it. Oh really? <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> so. Saying, I, yeah, I liked it, I guess, but my husband loved it. Okay, is that why you're uh, quite uh, bitter about it? I'm not bitter about it. Really? Because just... you were looking at the floor and shouting. And that's how I talk to people. I think probably done with Tinga Tinga Tales. <laughs> we, we just basically said the word Tinga Tinga Tales <laughs> and then talked for 20 minutes about nothing. What, what would you give it? Oh, should we do one, two, three? Yeah. Okay. One, two, three, Seven. five. Ooh, okay. I like the song. I don't care about Tinga Tinga Tales. What did you watch? What did Herbie watch in Portugal? Ah, his new favourite programme and my new favourite programme. Super RTL right. is a German kids' channel. Right. A friend of mine is a, was a former Super RTL... What is her name? Uh, Nina. Her, she was a presenter and she had this German catchphrase when she'd say goodbye. And it'd be like... Bush, bush, bush. Oh, really? And I was like, well, what does that mean? And she said... You know, like, when you tell someone to go and fuck themselves? Oh. And I was like, um... Because it was for kids. I was like, I don't... What? <laughs> and she said, well, in Germany, we have a phrase, and it's like, go fuck yourself, but it starts in a very specific way. So her catchphrase was, like, the first bit of go fuck yourself, and then, next time... But it... So it was like, you mother... Spy! <laughs> it, was, it was like, it was... It walked all the way up to a horrible swear word, and then... Ditched it. So, the only television channel we had in Portugal was Super RTL, the German kids' program. Right. And in the morning, they have a segment called Togolino. Togolino. Maybe calls it Tongolino. Yeah. Uh, and it's got a song, which is very catchy. How's it go? It goes... <laughs> it goes... <laughs> Oh, I'm spy dry, just comp tongolino. I could say tongolino too. Anyway, so it's that, and it's catchy as hell, and he loved it. Also, part of that segment, Paw Patrol in German, which he confused the hell out of him at first. Really? I put it on, and I went and had a shower, and he ran into the bathroom going, Daddy, fix it! (laughs) (laughs) I can't change the... Things that they're saying, Harry. Chase, it's on decades. Yeah, that's all, that's all it was. And we were just having to laugh every time Rob would be like, Fasten, Stassen, Fasten. And we'd have to go, 
Can you believe that we don't have any tweets to read out about Father's Day today? We don't? We don't. I asked people this very morning (laughs) (laughs) on Twitter and Instagram to share their Father's Day stories. And, well, I mean, what are people doing? Like, going to work, still asleep, raising their children? Didn't, at the end of last last episode, didn't we ask them for stories about something else? Yes, and I can't remember what that was, and I can't remember if anyone's replied, because frankly, we have a lot of tweets to get through normally. Okay, all right. But I would like to thank Alex Tomlinson, who's Alex... at Alex Illustrator on uh, oh. Twitter. He is an illustrator for my favourite uh, magazine. The, the 14, 14 times. times. But he said, for what it's worth, I've just seen that the Naughty Step is running in the 750 at Windsor, currently 14 to 1. No idea if it's any good, though. I did not follow this up, so I don't know if it won. No, me neither. Let's but find out. I didn't win. Didn't win? Didn't win. Yeah. It came dead last. <laughs> <laughs> it was 50 to 1 and it came dead last. Obviously. Beaten by horses such as Dawn Commando. That should have been our name for the podcast. Just right. Happy ending. Diablerie. Powerful society. Powerful. There's a horse called Powerful, Powerful Society. Powerful Society. We the naughty step called, came dead last. We should have been called Dawn Commander. Commando. Yeah, we should have done. Let's see how the naughty step horse has done. Uh, I, I bet it's in the knacker's yard now. Three years old. Knacker's yard. Never, knacker's never, yard. never Dog food, won. dog food, dog food. Stats. No, never won. Never won a fucking stupid shit horse. Fuck you. <laughs> Definitely not an allegory for us or anything. <laughs> we done? Yeah, we done. It's not Father's Day no more. So what does that mean? You don't get no special treatment now. I wasn't asking for special treatment. I was asking if we were finished. Stop being clueless. I'm not being Stop clean. being adorably clueless. I'm not being adorably Stop clueless. Stop showing me your dimples. <laughs> I don't want to see that shit. Stop pirouetting, for God's sake. No, I don't want to see your bum. High five. Nope. Oh, oh, it doesn't work both ways, does it? No. Nope. Or you can't, you can dish or it you, out, but or you can't, you can't it. dish it out, but, or you can take it in Kent. Back next week, listeners, get some sleep. Bye! Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. 
To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.